Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another chapter in A Wild Mount Story. We're going to kick it off like we try to do normally anyway, uh, and we're going to go ahead and do our character building questions. Um, I'm just going to go right down the line of those of you that uh, like rolled the order that you rolled, and I'm not going to go numerically. So, Nyx, we're going to open up with you. Do you admit to mistakes when you make them? Yeah, I would say I do. I don't like to blame others for my misfortunes, and I normally feel like I'm the one who messed things up. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I think it's best to face the mistake head-on so that it can't have any power over you later. I thought you were at first agreeing that I'm normally the... The one who makes everything go all wrong. Oh no! <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, no, no. You have you have too good of a track record for that to be true. Um, <laughs> would you mind giving me something that you recall from last session? I recall working on uh, a few different inventions in the middle of the night and just kind of uh, waiting around to see if a haunt would occur while I'm by myself. And for sure enough, it did. And the radio started going crazy. And by radio, I mean record player. Uh, and then when it started getting too crazy, I was like, yep, enough of that. And I blasted it with my decanter of endless water and shattered it into a hundred pieces. And the haunting stopped. Yes, uh, definitely uh, very skillfully and deftly handled the the haunt next up is mr xander wildstar are you a planner or are you more of a spontaneous kind of person i would say i'm more of a planner Sponta spontaneous a spontaneous planner spontaneous. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just thinking a and b i'm just thinking oh, back it's, to, it's well, definitely you know spontaneous <laughs> Yeah, you go ahead and give me something you recall from last session. Maybe oh, that spontaneously, highlights. <laughs> I broke into a room and then got sent to an alternate plane and pretty much got said, you owe me a favor or you're going to die. Yes, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Uh, and maybe this is something I should have told you all earlier, but I'm a big fan of if you fail a saving throw for a spell by more than five, there are additional bad things that will happen. Uh, and if you roll in that one, it's going to be the worst possible, like, logical case scenario that I can think of at that moment. But yes, thank you for that. It was very entertaining, and I got to try out a new voice. Uh, let's move on to Mr. Handia. I can't pronounce uh, pronounce your last name. Apparently, I can't say the word pronounce either. Uh, is it Elanan? Yeah. Oh, tight. Okay, apparently I can pronounce you it. You can do it. So, Han, um, are you... A morning person or a night owl? Uh, my work tends to take place at night, so night owl it is. Excellent. And would you mind giving me something that you recall from last session? I guess, Han, the, probably the thing that sticks out most would be meeting a group of people who immediately decide to go get wasted at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> And not only get wasted, uh, but also cheat <laughs> in their drinking contests. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving along. Mr. Blodgarm, do you have a strong sense of style? I feel like that I, <clears throat> that I would. 
not necessarily the most expensive taste, but a simple yet elegant. Like if you look at it from a distance, it looks fairly normal. But when you get closer, the small details just line up perfectly. Nice. Yes, that's that is my uh, my preferred style as well. Has nothing to do with the fact that I can't afford to have expensive style, but uh... right. <laughs> right. And would you mind giving me a a memory from last session? It will coincide with Handia's getting wasted at 10 o'clock in the morning and remembering that it was 10 o'clock in the morning and also watching Xander and Nyx try to cheat during the whole thing while I just kind of mind my own business and just drink away. Uh, the last time we left off, you guys, uh, well, including a little bit of the, the conversation that you had off screen in the fireside section, uh, you were in the either the stairwell or the lobby. You'll have to correct me uh, for sure, but one of those two places where you were sort of conversing about uh, <laughs> the events which had just transpired between Xander and the gentleman on the 13th floor. So we'll go ahead and dive back in right there. Um, I'm pretty sure that we decided Bloodgarm and I were going to go down and get a cup of coffee and go outside while Nyx was going to go to her room and get some things. I believe yeah. that is correct. Because I feel like Xander's not quite steady on his feet yet, so I'm offering a shoulder if he needs it. Uh, I think I'm alright. I'm just jumpy. And I could definitely use a cup of coffee, so we'll head <laughs> downstairs and get a cup on our way out. And Nyx can do whatever she needs. After nearly drowning in sewage, I would rather sleep outside, I think. <laughs> it wasn't real. After nearly drowning in sewage, I think I'd rather sleep outside. <laughs> where, where is Hondia during all this? I'm sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm obviously I'm going to follow you guys. I'll let oh. Nick go off where she is and I'll follow you too. All right, so the three of you, uh, make your, well, the three of you being Xander, Bloodgarm, and Handia, make your way down to the lobby where you can smell the, uh, the aroma of freshly brewed dark roast coffee wafting in through the stairwell door. Uh, you see Jericho, as soon as you enter the lobby, uh, quickly tucks a magazine under the desk uh, and then begins twiddling his thumbs. And yes, across the room sits a freshly brewed pot of coffee. I will walk up grab the whole pot, and then start walking out. Uh, hey, uh, Jericho, sir, that... That's... Don't, don't, we have extras in the back. It's okay. But, Trust me, don't... I know, I know. Just brew a fresh pot. We got more than enough coffee back there, right? But the, the pot itself, Myrtle, will kill me if that disappears. I, Myrtle will understand. Tell her that I had to borrow it for a little bit, and I'll bring it back. You promise you're gonna bring it back? More or less, or give you enough money to replace it. And there's spares in the back, too. I can't reach them. Grab all right. the chair. All right, all right, fine. God, you guys. Are all it's jobs like this? Well, it's not like you're particularly busy always reading that magazine. Duh. I'm going to go get like that coffee pot. Thought so. He runs away. <laughs> Leaving the magazine. Sort of half hanging out from under the desk clearly visible what? can i ask what kind of magazine it is it is high fantasy pornography whatever <laughs> trips your trigger that's what it is wow yeah 
If I wasn't already headed out, I would have taken it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, Xander, would this make you feel better? <laughs> you turn yeah, around. I hold, up, I hold up the magazine like while he's walking out the door. Yeah, and as you do, it's like uh, it's like a proud dad showing off pictures of his kids from his wallet, and like it just unfolds and unfolds and unfolds and unfolds. And the more it unfolds, the more things you see. Some things you haven't seen before. Some things you will never unsee. I will turn around, see it unfolding, <laughs> walk up to it, snack it, and then throw it under the desk, and then start walking out and say, "Come on!" <laughs> All right. While you guys are up to your shenanigans uh, in the lobby, <clears throat> Nix, what are you up to? All right, I am just running back to my room to get anything that I kind of left in there. Any of my equipment that I used to work on Sanders' bow last night, because I do not plan on sleeping here anymore. Excellent. My way back, though going to go into the stairwell take another look upstairs to the 13th floor take a big deep breath and I'm going to go back up to the 13th floor excellent as you make your way up the stairs and back to the 13th floor you do see the same strange dimness of light the same uneasy feeling creeps up your spine like you're being watched. But you don't notice anything strange, obviously, in the hallway. Right. I'm going to quickly, um, like, kind of uh, marching with a purpose and also to kind of hold my nerves together. I want to march back over to the door and just give it a quick little... What is your passive perception? Ooh, that is not very high. A 13. That's actually pretty good. Um, you know what? Let's roll about it. Hmm, okay. Um, as you approach the door, you... Did you hear a conversation? Was he, was he talking to himself? Was... Was that a different voice, or was that... Hmm, weird. So you knock on the door. I'm assuming, still. Yes. Yeah, Actually, that... you know what? Upon hearing those voices, mm -hmm. we're gonna go ahead and roll to see how terrified I am. <laughs> Give me a chance to be afraid and run away. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like the, hearing that would definitely have influenced whether or not you knocked. What would what would we say that a charisma? I think yes. In this situation, I think so because you sort of like pep talked yourself into doing this. That's a ten. So very reluctantly, I'm just going to maybe not as loud, but just a little knock on the door. And you immediately hear a a whispered voice say, "I told you so," followed by. Back again so soon. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry about this, but uh, we lied, or the the other gentleman lied earlier when we were here. Uh, we we were not sent by the Coast Guard, although that man is affiliated with them. 
Hmm, liars and thieves. Interesting. I have not stolen anything. I can't say for the others, though. But what we have been tasked to do is kind of reevaluate the deal that you had with our mutual friend. I'm listening. Well, uh, they are less pleased than they thought they would be with what you're doing here and how it's bleeding over into both the 12th and the 14th floor. Um, <laughs> and what's a delicate way to put this? It's not necessarily a cease and desist, but maybe more of a you paid for a floor, but in essence, you kind of are affecting three floors. I'm quite sure I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> if uh, that is true, which I'm not necessarily believing, um, then I'll inform you that uh, terrors and illusions have been bleeding from this floor into the other two. Uh, I I have actually detected it. Um, a surge of mana, both of illusion and enchantment. Um, but again, I don't really think that you're being honest with that. And if you wish for your works to continue uninterrupted, renegotiations might be um, required. When you say the word renegotiation... You hear that same whispered tone, but it doesn't speak in words. It is more like a hungry, sharp breath, like intake of air, uh, before the gentleman replies. I'm sorry to hear that you're having trouble on the other floors. I can't say I've experienced anything like it, and, well, I'm sorry, but it's just not my problem. Unless you have some official um, declaration to make about the status of my staying here, I do believe I will continue enjoying the resort to the fullest extent. Okay. Well, as you probably expected, there is nothing official about Anything that's probably about to happen in the next... I have no idea how long. But I am sorry to hear that. I do have one other personal deal I want to bring to your... Or I guess offer you. Uh, when you say the word deal, you hear that same sharp, hungry intake of air before the man says I'm listening well that that man that you um, had an in interaction with let's say and that you have like a favor that you owe him or that he owes you I should say I'm sorry um, 
I was wondering if maybe I could offer you something in exchange for releasing that favor. I think you might want to speak with my business associate about that. And you get the feeling, although he is sort of maintaining this calm demeanor on the surface, he seems to be strained as if he is, uh, like you can just hear that his jaw is clenched, I guess I could say. Like he's, he's struggling with something. By business partner, do you mean our mutual friend, or do you mean the other voice that I hear coming from the room? You can hear that. Ju- mm. just, Justin whispers, but yes. Yes, I can. You're talking too loud again. And then you hear the whispers slowly... It's, it's almost like, as he's saying this, you can hear whispers in a nondescript language, or at least one that you don't recognize. Uh, and they slowly sort of fade until they cease. I am not referring to Venea. If she has a problem with the terms of my occupation, I suggest she come talk to me in person. Oh, but you, but you would be amenable to that? Oh, well, of course. I am a reasonable man. Okay, that was mostly what I was inquiring if you would even be open to those conversations. Uh, but if Venea is not who you refer to as your business partner... Yes. Then is it the other one with you? Who are you referring to? Yes, you could say that he is with me. And if you want to bargain, I could facilitate that for you. Well, here, I'll, I'll show you what I had in mind. And Nyx is going to dig around in her pouch and bring out that small arcane chip. Uh, I'm not sure how much this might interest you or your business partner it seems very uh technical and powerful though and if you will release him from that contract from that promise i'll just leave it here on the floor hmm i hate to be a disappointment but my friend, he deals more in interpersonal transactions of deeds, less so in the material. I personally, and I don't mean to brag, but, well, my family is very wealthy, and if there was something material either of us wanted, and as he says this next part, you hear under his breath that same whispered tone uh, alongside his voice say, We have no problem getting things that we want. Then what would you want for the promise? An equal exchange or something more in my business partner's favor. 
if you agree to do the favor instead, and maybe throw in a bit of mm, information, we'll say, I would think that my business partner would surely take such a deal. If it were just information, then maybe. But that doesn't seem like a very fair trade. Well, breaking into someone's residence, although it may be temporary, it doesn't sound fair to me either. And I will have you know, given the terms of my contract, I am well within my legal rights to have defended myself, and I felt threatened for my life when this strange man and his group of criminals tried to force their way into my apartment. He's lucky he got off with one favor. While part of me would like to see you get the authorities involved in this situation and thus bring an investigation as to what's going on over here uh, to light. I don't think any of us likes that. So sorry to have wasted your time as you've wasted mine. Uh, but I will be going now. And you hear nothing in response. But you... You're probably too short to see through the people. You still yeah, feel like you're being watched. Alright. And I will start making my way back to the stairwell, down the stairwell, out of the hotel. Making your way downstairs, walking fast, this dude's trash, hell yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, while you, Bloodgarm, Xander, and Handia are... Uh, <laughs> In the midst of seeing things that are will never be erased from your memory inside of this high fantasy porno magazine and prepping your coffee, uh, a moment or two passes and a pink-haired gnome, assuming you're heading to the lobby, uh, enters. Yep. I'm just sipping it out of the mug, blowing on it to make it cool. <laughs> I thought you were drinking out of the whole pot. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Pot, not mug. <laughs> it's a really big mug. It's a, it's, it's just massive. a mug to me. Oh, hey, Nix. How's it going? Oh, perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. I just hey. wanted to get all of my stuff because this um, big hotel is one big nope. Did you get all your stuff? Yep, I've got everything taken care of. Should we go talk to Vinaya? Yes, that would probably be for the best. Because I don't know about the rest of you, but... Xander, that man dro dropped you with a thought. Like, you, you were gone. I don't think that we really have the means to... do anything with that ourselves. I'm not going to argue with you there. At all. I just... am disappointed that we're going to piss off in the air. Knowing Vinaya, she probably knew that we had a 50-50 shot of dealing with this. There's a reason she's not using her own people for it. Well, shall we go? I'm ready for some fresh air. We Well, we are outside. Take a big deep breath. 
So as you guys step out uh, into the uh, the saltwatery uh, flavored air of the beach resort known as the Palmaflora, the town is already bustling. You see a, some of the locals that you have grown very familiar with at this point going about setting up their various market stalls. You do see people making their way down to the beach and some coming back up from the beach having caught an early morning swim. Uh, the atmosphere seems to be pretty good mood. The weather seems to match. Bright and sunny, not a cloud in the sky. You see Bloodgarm just like kind of turns and faces the sun, just soaks it in. You see like a little look of discomfort on his face, but like just really trying to just enjoy it. All right. Shall we move, gentlemen and ladies? You guys make your way uh, south down towards the Isle of uh, Indulgence. Um, as you approach uh, from a distance, you can tell that there's there definitely seems to be more activity going on than normal, especially around the area of the performance stage. And those of you who are in Vinaya's employ, like above board, I should say, would know um, that in just about a week and a half, uh, yeah, about a week and a half from now, there is going to be the Flora Fest, uh, which is just a big like carnival festival. There's music, games, competitions, prizes, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, and uh, for probably like the next week or so, you're going to be seeing various employees of the Palma Flora around uh, just preparing for that. Um, you make your way to uh, the Wave Crasher, Vinaya's private ship, and are not hindered in any way, shape, or form. I'm going to transfer you to that map. Um, for the sake of brevity, you can go ahead and take yourselves down below decks. You have been here enough times now that the uh, the guards and the, the various sailors doing work on the ship, uh, they do know you by face, and they're aware of your above and at least to a small extent, uh, below the table dealings with Vinaya. Um, however, I will put you just outside of her room here, because as you approach, for the first time ever, if I'm not mistaken again, uh, the door is closed. We better knock this time, guys. <laughs> I feel like that's a good rule to live by. So uh, I'll reach out and knock on the door. Polite, polite, a polite knock. You knock on the door. You hear the shuffling of some feet and what sounds like some material objects. A set of footsteps approaches the door and it opens. And you are greeted by Tiftis, who, wearing his uh, trademark uh, white pinstripe tuxedo, sort of steps back and gestures you all into the room without a word. As I walk past him, I'm going to hand him my mug of coffee that's empty now. Uh, he does not take it. Why not? Um, do, you, do, you, do you drop it, or are you like just I'm holding just it out it to, him. to him? And I'll say, can you take this? He just, I have no interest in such things. And Vinaya pipes up at that point. Uh, um, my personal assistant is not your dishwasher. Uh, I, just, I just needed both hands free for a moment. I'll, I'll just hang on to it. Thanks, Tiftus. Of course, sir. Uh, you see Vinaya sitting at the head of her table, and you can tell that by the way she is sort of slightly fidgeting, uh, that she she is 
like welcoming to you, but there's something on her mind. Like we could see that there's something else on her mind? Yes, you can see that she is sort of fidgeting in her seat. She is looking at you expectantly, like waiting for you to come in. But normally when you see her, she is very calm and almost stoic in her demeanor. And uh, you can tell that like her full attention is on you. Like you can literally almost feel the like the pressure and the weight of her attention. Right now, it is 100% obvious that her attention is split. She, she has something on her brain. Uh, Vinaya, I want to completely apologize for coming in abruptly like this. When you are obviously, oh no, no, come in. Are worried about something else, but we we need to talk about the gentleman on the thirteenth floor. Uh, and with that, the feeling, uh, the weight of her attention. I guess I will say uh, you do feel it at this point as her uh, her full attention does return to what is happening right in front of her. Uh, was there? Was it successful? Have you have you dealt with the, I the problem? I wouldn't say it was successful. At all. What does that mean, Xander? Uh, I'm just going to be outright with you. Okay? And I completely apologize. So we went to the 13th floor. Uh, we lockpicked ourselves into one of the rooms that we thought he was in. Uh, when you Obviously, we should have knocked. Uh, that's... We were just trying to be quiet hold about on. everything, and uh, we... Hold, hold on, Xander. I need you to pause right there. What did you try before breaking Being in? really sneaky. <laughs> what inquiries did you make about the situation... Well... Before breaking in? Things kept on happening to everyone in the group. Not not me per se, but wait, things kept on ha like Manny. He had stuff happening to him, and Bloodgarm. I mean, he almost died. Yeah. So you experienced you experienced the phenomenon uh, yourselves. Nix you, will you slide a list. Some of her anger lift uh, of all the happenings because she has been documenting all of the happenings uh, that have happened to our party and also the other guests of the 12th floor. Vinaya deftly swoops the list up and um, I mean Nyx, you probably would have expected this and I guess Han as well because you have some experience with Vinaya. Um, in less than like the moment that it takes to glance, she appears to have read through the list uh, and hands it back to you. Hmm. But since those things happened to everybody, that's why we are trying to be extra sneaky, because we didn't know what to expect. Or at least I was. We did We did also divine that there was a large amount of illusion magic that was going on as well. Okay, I, I feel the need to ask a question, though. Um, did you attempt to, like speak with this man before breaking and entering? No, ma'am. <sighs> well, 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 it wasn't his room we broke in. We broke into the room the whole across from his, and he saw us, and he 
the whole flow I know, is his, I know. Xander. It's All of those not an excuse. It's definitely not an excuse. That's why I'm coming clean 100% oh. with you right now. And I'm apologizing, and I'll take anything on my shoulders since I'm the one that screwed up. She kills oh, you. Man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Favor's gone. Um, so she, t- yeah, right. she takes a, a long, deep breath, and there's like a silence that occurs that it like just starts to get uncomfortable before she says, Okay, well, given that I have not personally received a complaint from him yet, I have to acknowledge that you as a group have obviously stumbled upon something that he doesn't want dealt with. Because he would legally be within his rights to... Hey, wait, he didn't, um... He didn't attack you or anything. He attacked me mentally. Dropped him with a thought. And I'll just start visually, like, kind of shaking when I say that, just from thinking back of what just happened. Hmm. And I hand on his shoulder and just kind of squeeze it. Like, we're here for you. Every vision was brought with that. Everything we experienced, I was caught in a mirror dimension, it almost seemed, where I saw thousands of ways for me to die from when I was old, when I was young. Also, I thought I was about to drown in sewage in one of your illustrious bathrooms. Or luxurious bathrooms, but luckily I was able to break out of it. And somehow... During that time, during the illusions, I'm not, I can't speak for anybody else personally, for them, but personally, I was cut off from my divine host. I was cut from my God. I cannot speak to him. I cannot feel him. I cannot feel his power. All right. Well, this is the confirmation I needed. What you have reported, um, it lines up too perfectly with the other guest complaints for this to be coincidence. Uh, there's something else I don't think he's alone in there when we first went up I could sense uh, through my energy reader there there was illusion and enchantment magic like going off like crazy but it seemed like there was a foreign magical energy as well something alive something that kind of moved through did you hear the whispers i did i went back to the 13th floor trying to uh talk things out with him uh he didn't attack me for it but we didn't really accomplish much um he did say though that if an arranged or he would be willing to speak to uh, further negotiate the um, contract that he's got with you or more with the hotel staff itself. But I'm not sure how well that would go. He said he would only talk to you if an arrangement were to be made. Well... Uh, this is most troubling. You 
You've confirmed what I've been suspicious of. I... I think the most peaceful course of action is to see what the terms of his renegotiating would be. And if it doesn't seem to be in my favor, we may have to seek an alternate method of dealing with the gentleman. Um, okay. I have some letters to send, some contacts to reach out to, and some tools to acquire. And I need a favor from you lot, if it's not asking too much. It is definitely not too much. And again, I want to apologize. No, no worries. This is, um... This is not your typical uh, line of work, and given what I'm almost certain we're dealing with at this point, uh, I couldn't have expected it to go much better. So, please, in the future, do use better judgment and try to try to save the uh, the obvious criminal activity for last resorts. But again, given that you all. Well, almost all of you personally experienced uh, these illusions and hallucinations. Um, I, I understand the urgency that you are feeling in handling the situation. And in light of that, I will pay you the 25 gold that I promised. But the terms of the job are going to change. Because now what I need from you is to go away for a few days at least. I need the gentleman to believe that you have been fired and removed from the resort. And I would hope that uh, the gold I was going to pay you to deal with the gentleman will be enough to supply you on a, we'll call it a, a staycation, because I need you to stay near, but not in the town. Oh, me! I didn't want to sleep in that hotel again. No, no offense at all, but um, one I've can actually, only handle so much time. I've got a perfect solution to that uh, that I actually wanted to talk to you about, Manea. I'm listening. You're familiar with one of your uh, shopkeeps here, um, Fargazer. <laughs> yes, uh, Fargaze, yes. Uh, he familiar. actually um, contacted me about wanting to go and get him some ore. Ore that's not illegal to possess, but is obtained from a place that is um, or has been shut down. Uh, Nix will bring out her map and show her the cave that she's talking about. Like he marked it down on my map right there, just saying that it had been shut down because it was dangerous. Uh, I didn't want to go and do that, obviously, without your uh, express permission. But I was wondering if maybe this could be some sort of business venture, if we can reopen that mine. I'm not sure what the ore is used for, but if he wants it that badly, it must have some purpose. Given uh, the location that he's marked here, I'm assuming he is referring to the old uh, Jacinth mine. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, he does use those in some of his ritual magics. Um, 
though, well, how do we say, um, sometimes the magic is nothing more than en enchanting his brain in a certain way. Oh, if you yeah, after meeting him, that checks out completely. <laughs> uh, but, yes, that's, that's a very interesting proposition. Uh, it, it was shut down due to the dangers of the, the creatures that lie within it. Uh, how how familiar, or excuse me, familiar are you? Uh, and you can all make nature rolls uh, about this. Uh, how familiar are you with Umber Hulk? Never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. Actually, I don't even know where I am now. <laughs> <laughs> and that one will do that to you. Yep. And I had uh, a nat too. Even with my 11. plus five. <laughs> eleven. What would you? Uh, what did you have there, Will? You're muted. Sorry. I rolled a uh, seventeen. So Bloodgarm. Uh, and I would say Han. Like you, you may have heard like a tavern tale or two, um, but wouldn't have any like conclusive information. However, Bloodgarm, you have heard of Umberholks before, uh, especially given uh, your sort of uh, lineage that is tied to the Underdark. Maybe at some point you read a book about the Underdark and some of the things that dwell in it. And Umberholks, if you recall correctly, are very, very, very big, almost ant-like creatures that burrow and tunnel through solid rock as easy as if it were soft dirt you know that they are very hostile territorial and very dangerous uh and i think vinea maybe recognizes the look like the blank looks on everyone's face except bloodgarm bloodgarm just like raises an eyebrow and is like really that um among other things yes that uh it was shut down because the umber hoax tunneling sort of caused the cavern itself to become unstable um, it's hard to say if any of the previously traveled pathways down into the mine into where the majority of the jacinth jacinth sorry uh where it lies embedded in the rocks it's hard to say if it's safe to approach when the Umber Hulk's attack, did it seem to be more of a group or a singular or a small group versus a whole colony, let's say? Um, I believe the only way you'll be able to find out that information is if you can speak with the dead that are still located there. Uh. After they didn't report back, a scout was sent in to assess the situation uh, and basically reported that in the distance over the edge of one of the pathways he was able to make out badly mutilated and dismembered humanoids and moments later um, a creature resembling what he described to be uh, well again something we're assuming is like an umber hulk uh, burst through the rock uh, and began moving his direction before he managed to retreat. It's safe to assume that there's not just one, though. Very rarely do they operate alone. They're sort of like... Well, sort of like normal ants, and they usually have a colony. Do you know their weaknesses, or anything? Yes, if you cut off their head, that usually does the trick. I was just gonna, she kind of gives you a shit-eating grin when <laughs> she says that. 
Do you know if they're allergic to any elements? That's a good question. I think Vinaya would know yeah, that answer. I was going to say, could I do a uh, history or insight to think back on... Since yeah, since I uh, since I established that it was like a book that you read, yeah, go ahead and you can give me a uh, history check, and I will roll a die for Vinaya to see what she may or may not be able Ooh, to tell you. Ooh, that's a uh, dirty twenty. Okay, I will give you this. Vinaya rolled very poorly. Vinaya can verify that they uh, they. They are not like a solo animal. They definitely live in colonies, but that's all she knows for sure. With the dirty 20, I'll give you a choice, Blackarm. I will give you uh, the the roleplay equivalent of the mechanics. Like I'll tell you the mechanics, but uh, I will deliver it in a, a roleplay fashion, if that makes sense. You can choose to know uh, one of its abilities or the general ballpark of its vitality mm-hmm. like roughly how many uh how many hits one of these things can take from your average we'll say swordsman Ooh, that's a toughie the choice is yours and yours alone. so my choice is either to know about its abilities or its vitality one of its one abilities, of its abil- yes. oh so there's multiple that's good to know um I would like to know about its abilities. Um, I feel like vitality, we can figure that out fairly quickly, but um, special abilities, I definitely would like to know about. All right. I am going to uh, copy and paste just the tiniest little tidbit of this ability here, and I think you'll be able to use your imagination uh, to infer at least what the premise of the danger is, if that makes sense. Uh, and I will leave delivering that information up to you. All right. And again, I'm only giving you, I'm giving you a portion. So it abruptly stops. Uh, set yes, that on I'm Discord. reading it right now. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, Blogdarm, you, yeah, you look like, you look like you have something troubling to share with the group. Unfortunately, I do. Um, I remember reading about this years ago and... I don't remember how strong they are, how many, how much damage it takes, or how much we can hurt them before they stop. Besides cutting off their head, as he so eloquently put. But I do remember that they do have a. If you make eye contact with them during a moment, it can confuse you in a way I, I don't remember the specific wording of it but I remember do not make eye contact with it always keep your eyes focused on the legs the mandibles just do not make any kind of eye contact or be able to see its eyes interesting so hmm. definitely the uh, tips of the feet is where I would keep my gaze I've never seen one in person I I would be interested in learning about this property. Uh, I'll tell you what. Bring me back the head of one of these if you can. Uh, I'll make it worth your while. Well, we do have a uh, expert uh, autopsy individual who can handle all that. Kind of pat Xander on the back. Brilliant, brilliant, Xander. Uh, I will talk to Alonza. 
and I will get this sanctioned as a Menagerie Coast Guard mission. This is perfect. I can't normally let civilians... Uh, I can't... I mean, I wouldn't stop you, but I can't give you express permission to go there. However, under the uh, guide and protection of the Menagerie Coast Guard, it would be no problem. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, you are on leave at least temporarily until your uh, your training squad is formed correct xander yeah correct i don't even know how you know oh, that information is... <laughs> xander i know everything that goes on here is in that fact, true insight check you are free to make an insight I'm check if you'd to. like 16 <laughs> uh you can't tell Maybe she's telling the truth. Maybe she's bullshitting you. Uh, but given her resources, it doesn't seem like it's too far of a stretch. I'll give you that much. Hmm. You've also, some of you at least, have seen her whip out a crystal ball and directly spy on events taking place in the region. I'll just take your word for it. This will, uh, this is sort of a two birds, one stone deal. It will allow you to get out of town so that I can deal uh, with Mr. Von Walder, uh, the gentleman on the 13th floor. And it will, uh, yeah, it will create the space I need for a few other things to, to play out. I do feel the need to apologize um, for getting upset with you about breaking and entering. I suppose that's what I get for not telling you everything I knew up front but we'll save that for when you get back i think yes 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 do you have any uh questions comments or concerns or need clarification on uh what is expected of you from this point moving forward you just want the head do you want the whole body uh it's just the head would be fine and it's not a necessity i i would just be oh, no. interested in after all the crap the properties. i've done I'm bringing you the head. That's a promise. And I'll bow. Awkwardly. Xander, you're, you're too hard on yourself. I, I acknowledge the effort that you are making to uh, right the, a wrong made in a hasty moment, but I can assure you that you've proved far more useful than any damage you may have caused so far. I have one favor. Yes. And I'll hold up my big-ass coffee mug. Can uh, I have this filled? <laughs> uh, yes, there's a... Uh, the, the kitchen is on the opposite end of the boat. Uh, feel free to help yourself to whatever you'd I, like. I'm way. just going to go there now so we don't hinder anything. Yeah, that's fine. The day and is I'll yours. Head out um, to the other end of the boat. The rest of you, um, I would, I would request that you make your way out of town as soon as possible. I, I do understand if you need to uh, ac like acquire some supplies and prepare yourselves, but I, I would prefer if you were out by late afternoon, because that is when I intend to have this face-to-face -face that I am so looking forward to. How far away are these um, mines that we are going to check out? She slaps a map down on the table in front of you. You would be leaving from basically the the closest uh, edge of the resort here. 
making your way to these hills off to the uh, west side of the uh, the Palma Florist. I was going to say it's like a two to three day walk on foot. Uh, if you were to get uh, some sort of transportation, you could probably make it in, in half the time, maybe quicker. Could you um, possibly help us with some transportation <clears throat> since we... Uh... We're not given the entirety of all the information that we possibly would be dealing with with this particular situation. We're having to leave town. You know, I think that if we sanction this uh, as a Menagerie Coast Guard mission, I could probably uh, pull a few strings. I will say horses are a bit limited right now, given some of the attacks on the city. Uh, we do have... More than a few donkeys, though. I'll see what I can do. Uh, give me until high noon. It's at least a, an hour or two from now. Maybe two and a half hours. Uh, and I will send word. I will send Tessa to meet you with uh, whatever I'm able to acquire. Thank you for all your help. And thank you for being discreet. So while that's all going on, and I'm walking to get coffee, do I notice that box of those wands... Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> that we're sitting around, uh, and and is there check. anyone watching me? Yes, there are definitely people <laughs> in that area of the ship. Natural one. Um, I don't. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it's uh. Unfortunately, things have been like redistributed and moved around, given uh, the influx of resources and materials, uh, and just like prizes and all the all the things that go along with setting up for the carnival and the fair and it does not seem to be in the same location that it was when you last saw what he means to say is that someone saw you eyeing them and was like this motherfucker <laughs> i wanted one of those so bad oh they're still on the table don't worry there is a whole flora fest happening oh yeah definitely point. i just wanted to get one early <laughs> I mean, you guys haven't just flat out asked Vinaya. <laughs> I'm going to say something That's to this one. Hey, anybody seen those wands? Those looked awesome as I'm getting the coffee. One of the sailors turns uh, to face you and he says, uh, which, which ones? There was like 13 or 14 different crates of different really? wands. That's amazing. Could I get one? Have you never been to... Have you never been to the Flora Fest, my dude? No, I haven't been here that long. <laughs> oh, oh, you're in for a treat, my dude. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I wouldn't feel right uh, giving you one, like, on the Lolo. But if you, uh, if you meet me, morning of the carnival, off the docks here, not on the ship. If you catch my drift, I'm uh, pretty sure I could break you off a little something, something for ten gold. Ten. <clears throat> okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, sounds like a deal, my man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Nine a.m. <clears throat> morning of the. Can, sort of can you uh, remind me Just when this notes. festival is? We can. <clears throat> okay. Um, I got my coffee. I'm gonna go uh, meet up with my friends. Yeah. Good day to you. All right. See. Ya. He goes back to his business. I do. Would you guys like uh, to? be on uh that map so you can see the distance or is there uh other business you had that you would like to be back on the uh the wave chaser map 
Uh, I'm done with the wave chaser. I'm ready to set off as and when. All right. Well, um, I'll. Uh, so actually, uh, she runs over. Well, maybe not runs. Uh, she saunters over to uh, her desk, where you have now all multiple times seen, uh, and hopefully would take this as a sign of her trust in you. Uh, you see her interact with the side of her desk, though you, again, can't quite tell exactly what it is she's doing. Uh, but you hear a panel slide. Uh, she reaches in and pulls out uh, four separate bags. Uh, five, actually, because there's one for Manny as well. Uh, she sets them down on the table, and you can hear the familiar sound of gold-on-gold gold action. Uh, and she says, these, uh, these are the payments I had set aside for you for the completion of your mission. Uh, in dealing with the gentleman, Lord Walder. But, given the circumstances, uh, I'm prepared to pay you now to to follow through with what we have previously discussed. As far as leaving town. Giving the fuck out? No problem. I, I need at least 48 hours. At least that much. I, I prefer you shoot for 72, but 48 is the bare minimum. Well, it shouldn't be a problem if we're going after that Janeth mine. Excellent. Is there anything else I can do for you? I'm satisfied with all of our dealings, if everyone else is. Uh, Xander is obviously getting his coffee, so he should be happy. Uh, make sure you take some on the road with you. I would not want him to be around me were he to run out. Yes, um, I unfortunately had that happen when we went to handle the forest fire and... Um, Let's just say oh he's not a fan of tea. Xander. Mm-hmm. While you're in the kitchen, please describe to me what it is exactly that you uh, are doing in getting your coffee. Oh, I'm opening up all the cabinets looking for the best coffee she has, because I'm going to make a fresh pot. And I'm just kind of looking through. When I find the kind I want, I'm going to open them up. <sighs> Give me a perception... No, sorry. Investigation followed by an insight check. Investigation please. is a five. Okay. And insight a twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you open a few cabinets uh, before you do manage to find one that does contain coffee, and there's a lot of coffee. Like, I mean. She is running a ship here, but just at a glance, this one cabinet would be enough for a full crew for months. Man, that's a lot of coffee. But I'm just going to grab any of them, do what I just said, give it a good smell. Yep, sure. I'm going to... Yeah, there's a there's a pretty good uh, variety. Whatever the high fantasy equivalent of like... Guatemalan and French roast, and um, yeah, yeah, you feel me. Um, Basically, anything coffee-wise that uh, that your heart might desire. That one, Goblin and Goblin. I'll take that one, and I will put in. I will crush the beans, throw it in there, and I'll set my pot down and just kind of stand there and tap my toe as I'm enjoying the aroma. Yes, and uh, there are. Uh, there are no hindrances to you prepping and making your coffee. Uh, this is more about uh, what all you found in your uh, exploration of the, the kitchen area. So 
with your coffee brewed, uh, you do hear the kitchen door pop open and a couple of sailors make their way in. Having smelled the fresh brew, uh, they sort of look like they're like lining up behind you. Oh, uh, gentlemen, this pot's mine, but I'd be more than happy to make you guys a pot. You're going to drink that whole thing? Uh, that's actually my mug. I, 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 I'm, in, I'm impressed. I will make you a pot, though. I'd be more than happy to. No, that's fine. That's fine. I uh, looked like your uh, your friends were finishing up with an A anyway. We we got this. Oh. If you insist, I'm I won't fight you on it. Yeah, thanks though. Appreciate it. And they go about crushing up the beans and all that. Do you do you guys have a which one's your most expensive bean up here? Do you know? Well, Vanea keeps uh, like her own private stock in her room. Uh, I assume that's probably like the best of the best, uh, but. There are a couple of bags of, uh, of Dragon's Brew coffee down in that uh, that bottom left cabinet. Do you mind there. if I uh, take a bag uh, with those, me? No, not at all. They're uh, they're for the crew. I, I appreciate you. Um, thank you. And I will snag yeah, a bag no of Dragon Brew coffee. So when you open the cabinet, you quickly see without you don't even need to roll for this one. Uh, there are definitely more than a few bags of Dragon's Brew coffee down here, like. A lot more than a few. Like when you look into the cabinet, it goes way farther back than you would thought would have thought. Like looking at it from the outside. I'm still just taking one. Mm -hmm. All right. So I sounds to me, uh, me being the DM, like you guys are more or less finished up here on the wave chaser. Uh, yes. Yep. Europe. I just got some stuff. You do. are. <laughs> yes, I was about to say you are free to uh, peruse the market, the the like resort itself, and acquire whatever things you may or may not need. Uh, for the sake of time, I'm not going to make us like role play this part. Um, so just go ahead and at your leisure, let me know what things that you are trying to accomplish, and we will do the thing. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes, Xander, to answer your question, yes, you each each of you got 25 gold, uh, and it's up to you to do what you want with Manny's share. He, uh, maybe you guys, as you're like leaving the wave chaser, you see him still flexing on the beach, surrounded by an even larger group of men and women. Uh, and they're just obviously all like fawning over him. Uh, clear he doesn't seem interested in, uh, adventuring at the moment. But he did like completely shit himself and have a terrible time with a hotel. I feel like he does deserve <laughs> his gold. This can be the last of it. I'll agree to that, but... Just buy him a new pair of pants and call it even. How how about I go down there and I'll tip him like 10 gold for flexing? Do what you need I mean, to, Bloodgarm. I mean, just so that way it's like, it's a tip, he still gets his money. Like, uh, it. How, how do y'all really feel about it? Just go give him his money. It's fine. All right. So you see Bloodgarm just kind of like walk up to the whole crew, like kind of slide through the crowd, walk up to Manny, look at him, kind of give him a wink, be like, this is your payment, and just drop a sack full of gold in front of him and then turn around and walk away. Yeah, with uh, like without missing a beat, he shifts his flexing and slams one gigantic Goliath foot down on top of the bag 
thus securing it, uh, and just continues the flex in the gun show. Welcome to the gun show. He says thank you, too, by the way. <laughs> thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. He seems appreciative. Thank you, Manny. Catch you later. Anytime. And, uh... I don't... And then That's he flexes flexing. too hard and craps his pants. <laughs> 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 and somewhere in the distance, K. Josephine chuckles. I, I don't think uh, I... Uh, have anything else to handle personally? Uh, cool. Well, you One already down. know what I want to go by. Yes, I do. So let's handle everyone else's first because I'm basically already prepared right. for that. What store? Is that your way of saying that you have no shopping to do and are thus following me? Pretty much. I mean... Oh, we're really totally know. following you. You're, you're the face of this group, so therefore... Alright, well, if no one else I do have there. I do have a question, Chris. Obviously, this is a resort. In my limited time at the resort, in Handia's limited time at the resort, um, is the is like everything quite wealthy and well to do, or is there like a, like a sort of poorer part of town where maybe some downtrodden uh, hang? There are definitely some. Uh, I think Vinaya would term them as like uh, economy level. Uh, buildings to stay in that are uh, they lack a lot of the like glamour and amenities that the uh, bigger buildings have uh, but yes to answer your question there I wouldn't say run down but definitely not there's like a, a non upscale portion of town uh, and we'll we'll go ahead and just put it on the record as being like right here this like far right corner over here Cool. I'll tell you what, while they're going shopping, I'm going to head over that area. And if there's like a bar or like, you know, a little restaurant bit, whether in the cheaper, like the budget part of town, going to have a little quick drink mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then just leave a big fat tip of my old coin purse uh, wrapped up with another one of those little um, coins of mine, like to seal it up. And I'll delete all that money from my inventory and make some waiter's day. You already have character inspiration. Know, well, first of all, uh, the bartender is wearing uh, sort of, to the untrained eye, would just look like a normal piece of jewelry. Um, but you notice this as a, a sign of uh, someone who shares your beliefs and aspirations and follows similar path. Uh, and as you as you set the pouch on the the counter. Uh, to pay, they take quick notice <clears throat> of the familiar-looking coin, familiar to them, uh, and it is deftly swept away, disappeared under the bar, and you sort of feel like just this, like, almost divine warmth around your person for a moment, and it slowly fades away. Uh, and you can, uh, since you already have character inspiration, you can go ahead uh, and have sort of like a... Uh, <laughs> We'll call it like a, a divine bardic inspiration type thing. You can have a D4 that you can add to any roll, uh, and you can just have that one time until you use it. Nice. But you cool. Can use and then after I finish my drink, I'll head off to that sort of corner of town where we agreed to meet up. And um, what are the rest of you? What are the rest of you up to? Any other shopping that needs done besides Nyx? No, not really. I really don't have enough money so. for health potions, so I'm just going to stick with what I got. Nyx. 
I'm assuming, at least for part of your shopping trip, you are probably going to want to be alone. If I'm not mistaken. Um, based on what you told on me. Based on who's available to come with you. I think it would be more fun if they followed me and then shenanigans happened. But I think that would... Okay. Because, yep. you know, you know Nix doesn't have character knowledge about what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, but Nix is on... Well, okay. Nix would first start off at um, the Hot 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 Deals lady. Um, to pick mm -hmm. up, we'll say three net. We'll do two. Two uh, miners' pickaxes. Okay. But after that, everything is going to uh, head down to the two tack platypus. <laughs> uh. Uh, so pickaxes, uh, you get a deal. Uh, two, two for three, three gold. gold. Awesome. Yes. And as you head for the Tutek platypus, uh, I have a feeling that like a sort of like ominous growing sense of dread begins to build. I'm going to stay very chests. far back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly like casting guidance on myself, even though like I know it doesn't do anything. It just makes me feel better. I'm like, hopefully this helps. Hopefully this helps. Because I knew I fucked up last time I was here. Um, Nick, <laughs> do you have any way to let us know if you're in trouble? Why would I be in trouble? People like me. This is true, well. but, like, I mean, you know the world we're in. We had a random sandworm jump out in the middle of the street. I'm just trying to well, be I mean, proactive. If that happens, I mean, you'd have to be pretty oblivious to not notice. True. Just so shout help. We'll be around. Make, make it sound like a dying giraffe. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I do have this, if you guys remember, and puts her uh, finger up to her ear and just whispers, I can cast a message, dum-dums. I'm gonna be fine. I was a little drunk last time. I just wanted to make sure. Alright, well, have fun. And then I'm going to go to the two-tack platypus. All right, uh, you make your way to the two-tech platypus. <clears throat> the large barn-style doors are wide open, uh, and you do see a familiar gentleman uh, sitting in the process of shoeing various different uh, horses. I mean, obviously one at a time, but you can tell he's in the process of shoeing the horses. Hey, Gilbert, I'm back. Oh, well, hey there, little one. How, how's good, it going? Pretty good. <clears throat> uh, I'm here to make a purchase, if you don't mind. Oh, well, uh, absolutely. Uh, we're not... Not technically open uh, till till a little bit afternoon, but uh, for you, I can make you a decision. You are so sweet. Thank you. Um, although I'm not sure if you sell what I'm looking for here, if I have to, or I have to go somewhere else. But I definitely wanted to give you my business if I could. I'm looking well, certainly to purchase a wagon, like one of those uh, walled ones that uh, kind of act as a sleeping quarters. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, we've a actually got uh, a couple of different options. Uh, let me uh, let me just take you around back here. We keep those outside. Uh, and he, he leads you out and around the corner. And you do see, basically, uh, you know, let's roll about it. How many are there? There are three wagons. Uh, one of them is currently still in the process of being 
uh, built and finished off. Uh, the other two, however, are complete and ready for sale. One of which seems to be a little bit more reinforced than the other one, uh, as if it is, uh, how do I say this? There's one that is just a base regular wagon. The other wagon has had some reinforcements added to it so that adding onto it would be easier. That being said, the other wagon, you could make those same reinforcements. It's just that the there's one wagon that has already had these reinforcements mm. made to it. Uh, how much extra would the one that's been reinforced cost? Well, uh, given that, uh, and he like slaps the roof, <laughs> given that this baby can, uh, can cart around about an extra, oh, I'd say eight or nine hundred pounds over the other one, uh, and it's already, uh, already basically braced for, uh, any additions you may want to uh, add on to it. Oh, for Nick's. Oh, gee. Uh, well, normally we wouldn't let it go for less than 15, but, uh, ah, shit, I'm feeling good. How about, how about 12 gold? 12 gold on top of the standard price? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that sounds perfectly fine. And since you're so friendly and opening up for me, we're going to go ahead and give you that 15. I do appreciate that, but sort you're, you're doing so much for me already. He sort of looks taken aback uh, when you offer the money. Uh, and he's like looking around like frantically like, what else can I, what else can I get? I, shit? I uh, was going to uh, tip you anyways. Oh, uh, I, uh, I just. Uh, okay, but it, I'm not done. Uh, I'm not done. All things need. Um, oh, obviously, oh, okay, okay. someone's got to pull this uh, beautiful new home for me. Um, I know horses are rare right now. Uh, but what about uh, donkeys or mules? Do you have any of those available for sale? Oh, Nix. Oh, damn. I, w I wish you would have got here ten minutes ago. Miss Vanilla Lanadier herself just came by and, and requisitioned our only two to be to be uh, sent off on a mission for the Menagerie <laughs> Coast Guard. That's funny. That's the mission I'm going on. Wait a minute. And he pulls out the uh, a letter out of his pocket that you notice has Vinaya's seal on it as soon as he pulls it out. Uh, opens it and kind of like flips through a page or two and looks down at the bottom. Oh, this is right there. Nick's the gnome, the pink-haired gnome. Oh, I'll be damned. I don't know how I didn't catch oh. that the first time. Well, awesome. That was so nice of Vinaya. Well, yeah, she's very thorough. Uh, almost to a scary degree. And uh, does that come with the, um, the hookups to connect them the bit and bridle yes they've already uh, they've already been uh, prepared for travel uh, and if, if i'm not mistaken uh, they're they're each carrying uh, a week's about a week's worth of food uh for them i mean unless you want to eat oats i'm not going to stop i you. mean in but, emergency uh, oats are fine and dandy but, but I, I i get i get you very opinion. healthy um yeah well I, I suppose uh i mean the paperwork checks out and um I'm, I'm certain Vinaya would have mentioned if I wasn't supposed to directly release them to you. Uh, I was going to take them on over to the Menagerie Coast Guard office, but you'd be saving me a trip. Uh, yeah, all right, well, shit. Haven't even opened and I've already made more money uh, today than I have in the last week. Can I... Uh, can I offer you uh, one more one more parting oh, gift, Nick? A gift? Of course. Yeah. Uh, so... 
there aren't really uh, roads per se. Most travel uh, around these parts are done by, by boat, um, at least until you get a little bit closer to uh, Port de Mali. Uh, that being said, uh, sometimes uh, our caravanners, uh, they have some trouble on the road and one thing leads to another and you blow a wheel and your wagon is stuck miles from civilization. So uh, what I've done is I've come up with a method to store an extra wheel under the carriage. Now, it's going to take about 200 pounds of your carry weight, uh, but given the rig that you bought, that, that's only going to drop you down to about uh, like a 2,600 pound limit. Uh, and I'll go ahead and uh, attach that wheel and I'll, I'll show you how to, to pull it off if you if it should happen oh, that you that would be wonderful. Thank you so much. I would hate to be stranded out there. No, oh, that would be awful. You gotta gotta come back and do some more business with me. <laughs> Whenever I find myself in need of donkey food or horses, maybe one day I can oh, upgrade yeah. to horses. You know, we uh we actually, in light of recent events, uh, we did uh, sort of put in a special order from Port de Mali uh, to have. It sort of sounds weird to uh, to say this about living creatures, but a shipment of horses, uh, and, and they should be here before the Palma Fest for the parade. Cool. Once they're done with the parade, they'll pretty much be uh, on sale because Vinaya will want to recoup as much of her money as possible. Future bargains, I like it. Yep, you're the first to hear about it. All right. Well, I thank you very much, and you have a wonderful day, Gilbert. Oh, thanks, Nix. You do you do yourself the same, and be safe out there. Enjoy your cart. Uh, and at this point, he's like, I'm gonna say, like, while he's been talking to you, he went and like retrieved the donkeys and has been like attaching them to your cart. All right, uh, and then I'm just going to hop on up, take the reins, and drive this bad boy back around to the others. Uh, oh, Nix, one yeah. more thing. Uh, by the time you come back, I expect there to be a clever name for them donkeys and for your wagon. Already thinking about it. Perfect. He waves. And then I'll just drive up to the uh, the guys and be like, that is such a nice guy. He is such a great gentleman. I don't know who would ever get into... Any sort of trouble with him. I'll just look over at Xander and <clears throat> give him a look of, really? But, you know, she's cute. What can we say? I'm just going to sip my coffee. Thank you, Nix, for uh, getting us transportation. Us? <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in, unless, you, unless you would prefer us to... Uh, you you two arrive early. I will <laughs> walk alongside the cart. You can hop on Xander. <laughs> One of you can sit up front with me, and the other two can kind of sit on the back. Where would you like me to sit next? You can go ahead and sit in the back with Blood, and we'll let Han ride up front with me. I haven't okay. got to know him yet. I will hop in the back then. All right. Has everybody made all of the preparations that they wish to make before leaving town? A yes. Besides what we're going to not do before we leave? Yeah. Okay. So at this point, uh, we're going to head out uh, and do some, some overworld travel. Uh, the donkeys, given that the cart is not full, uh, or really even close to full, even carrying all of you guys, it would be less than 
a thousand pounds for sure. Um, I'm going to say that you can make it about 35 miles uh, at a, a solid pace. Uh, if you want to go slower, you could, uh, I would say that you would have like advantage on um, like your survival and perception rolls and things like that. Otherwise, uh, if you want to move at that top speed, um, it would just be normal travel for you. Can I do one more thing before we leave? It's really minor. Sure. Um, I'll look at Nix and say, hey, how how much did this set you back? Can I contribute at all? Oh, no, don't don't think about it at all. I wanted to buy one anyways. This is mine now. This is where I'm living. Fair enough, but... Uh... Considering like, I've where already you got get... my bedroll in the back. Oh, but you're saying you'll pay me to taxi you guys around. Mm, okay. I was offering to <laughs> help pay with the initial purchase. Mm, and, taxi. And, and I mean, if you keep fixing it up, I'd be more than willing to help pay a little bit of rent. Sure, you can uh, donate if you want. All in all, this cost me... Mm, nah, I won't lie and over-exaggerate to you. It was 50 gold. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought I'd been like, it was 75 gold. It was 100 gold. <laughs> um, I will hand over 15 gold to Nix and say thank you for handling this for us. Because obviously it wouldn't have gone this well if we had gone in there. Yeah, I know. You make enemies wherever you go. I'm pretty uh... sure that's me, not blood. No, I definitely had a part in it last time. <laughs> Alright, so we're just waiting on Han, and then we can head out. Oh, Han! Oh, Han, so I mean... I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I did give you that 15 gold. Thank you. Han is just like sitting on top of the carriage watching all of you talk. <laughs> just saying, what? I mean, I was here. I've been here the whole time. I said, did I say 30 or 35? 35. 35. 35. Okay, cool. Just wanted to check. So moving at that pace, I believe it's going to be, it's only going to be like a two day journey for you. Um, I mean, if you go like straight to it. Yeah, you can definitely get there before the end of the second day first certainly uh but i will let you draw the route however you want you can make it as scenic or Ooh, not drive next uh, to the forest would like all right so you want to go by the forest <laughs> yeah Nick is driving, for us? put the ranger in yes. the back of the wagon <laughs> <laughs> i'll let him pick maybe it's just not his thing <laughs> who knows yeah if we're going by the forest we can uh -huh head over to about there right by this tree for so go ahead and mark me out your first uh intended route and then we will make some travel checks see how it goes yep okay that looks good to me all right so i'm gonna go ahead uh you guys can decide uh which of you is rolling it doesn't truly matter to me uh or overall I don't think it'll make that big of a difference uh, because you could sort of all like collaborate on what you're seeing and the weather patterns and blah, blah, blah. So give me 
uh, four. No, you're being pulled. Let's we'll knock it down to three. Three survival rolls for the trip, and I will let you use uh, survival or nature. I'll take the first one then, as a nature. I'll take the second and the survival roll. And I rolled a twelve. Give me a uh, actually with a twelve. I'm going to use your passive perception, which I believe was thirteen. Yep. Okay. First leg of your journey goes completely smooth. There are no obstacles, no hindrances, and you don't notice anything out of the ordinary. All right, who's next? Uh, I'm next for survival. Uh, 22. Ooh, nicely done. All right, uh, you can go ahead and make uh, a perception check that cannot be lower than your passive as I move you through the second leg of the journey. Okay, that's a nat 20. Nicely done. So as you draw near the edge of the forest, uh, about, I'll say actually probably like a mile or two out, uh, you notice signs in the air above the forest of a campfire. Like you see just the tiniest little uh, trail of smoke. But then as you draw within that like one to two mile range, the fire seems to, well, the smoke, I should say, slowly like dissipates and disappears. But that is all you see from uh, the outside of the forest, anyway. I will uh, definitely share that information among my companions. Are you sure that's a campfire? What, well, if, part, what if part of the forest is still burning? What if it's well, another one it, of those fire lizards? It was a campfire, and it's been doused. So we might have something interesting coming up. I think we need to be on our guard, for sure. I am pretty new here, but what's this part of the world like for banditry? I'm Are you asking them. them or me? Do uh, I know? Okay. <laughs> I know there are yeah. pirate problems. I don't know so much about bandit problems. Yeah, you guys can make history checks if you'd like. Most definitely would like to do that. Uh, natural one. What the oh, fuck? Oh, Xander, the, the fucking <laughs> police. Xander! He doesn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was up in the uh, mountains, though. Oh Hell my yeah. god. 20, 23 for he me. Stu- he studied. I got a 16. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Xander has exclusively studied fauna and flora and not not any of like the society going on. Um, but I would say uh, between uh, Black Arm and Nyx, you, you would know that there's like. There's not any. Actually, there's probably less banded activity than in places uh, that have like more well-traveled roads, just because it would be almost impossible to predict the path that somebody would take. Uh, and what Scott said is actually very accurate in that uh, the bigger problem is more piratry uh, out on the open sea. Uh, now, were you to head closer to like Port de Mali, Nicodranas, one of the bigger city, bigger coastal cities that uh, is connected via road? it'd be much more likely uh, that there would be a banditry afoot. So not unheard of, but not likely near here. And I believe we need one more roll for the day. I don't know if I should do it. <laughs> uh, let's let Han do it. He's up front. Do it, Han. Oh, it's a 19. Nicely done. So the rest of your day's journey goes more or less unhindered. Han, go ahead and make me a perception check, and you cannot roll lower than your passive. Uh, 21. You are aware more than once throughout the last leg of your travel 
of just, I would say, I don't know, maybe like 80, 90 feet into the wood line. Every so often there's the snap of a twig or the sound of thick brush being pushed through. Uh, you never directly see anything, but you get the feeling that something is out there. I'm going to keep my my short bow to hand and my arrow. I'll let the, uh, the guys in the back know as well to keep an eye out on things. Excellent. So as the sun sets on the sapphire sea off to the west, the light begins to dim and it is clearly going to be time to stop and make camp. You have available to you a forest just to the north slash east of your persons where you could find plenty of uh, resources that you may need for building a campsite. And then obviously to the south and to the west, you basically have like wide open plains. Uh, so there's not a whole lot in the way of resources out that direction, but it is a very clear view. There's nothing blocking uh, the approach from the west or the south. Could we uh, find a batch of trees that are that grew close together so we could kind of fortify it behind us like stay on the edge of the forest sure that sounds like uh investigation but i'll also allow for survival uh, will since you asked you can roll anybody else who is proficient can also roll i got a five All on right. my survival i got a 15 on survival and nix what was yours i am not proficient Fair enough. Uh, so you don't find an ideal area to uh, to park the carriage, but I will say that you find two trees, two thick oak trees, that are close enough together that you could park the wagon on either side of it, and that side would pretty much be fortified. Uh, like only just the very middle of the wagon would be visible through the two trees. Or even reachable. It, it would it would be difficult for a person to move at like high speed through both of those trees. Should I park so that we can make camp like kind of in between the cart and those trees, or should I just park it right next to the trees Ooh. and we'll make camp on the other side of the wagon? I personally feel like we should camp it, put the fire on the other side of the wagon, so that way yeah. our back is covered in. Even if they do try to come through, we know where they will try to come through. I agree. And whoever's staying watch can stay on top of the wagon. Or in a tree. Ooh. Nice. Alright, then I'll park alongside the trees. But we do have a uh, quick getaway point. Right. Is there any downtime activity that you guys would like to partake in as you sort of settle in? Yeah, I want to talk to the donkeys. Uh, build, build up your camp. Sure. Uh, are, are you sure you don't want to go and hunt and find us some food? I'm going to ask the donkeys if they know anything about this area. It makes blinks <laughs> at you and goes about her own stuff. Xander, what does it look like when you do uh, what you privately, well, what you GM sent me? Oh, uh, I mean, I guess I go there and I get a stupid look on my face because I'm like, donkeys are dumb, right? And I, you just start hearing me go, oh, you know, oh. <laughs> uh, so, okay, they uh, they both look in your direction, sort of like munching on oats. 
uh, and uh, are just kind of like staring at you. Like you, you obviously have their attention, but they haven't responded. Yeah, I was right. These guys are dumb. I will say to Nick, uh, is this is this what usually happens with the, with <laughs> with you guys? Uh, I can safely say this is the first time I've ever seen him try to talk to donkeys. Uh, but yes. <laughs> what exactly did you say to the donkeys? I asked them if they've been around this area and if they know of anything that would hurt us. Yeah, man. The woods are super dangerous. There's like beasts and stuff in there. One of the donkeys' name is now Eeyore. <laughs> Aww. You don't get to name my donkeys. Oh. <clears throat> Why are you guys acting like we don't already have What names? are your names? That's rude. My name is Thermopolis. Thermopolis? <laughs> yes. It's nice to meet you, Thermopolis. I'm Xander. It's nice to meet you, human Xander. What's your, uh, friend's name huh oh he's too dumb to talk what do you call him i don't need too dumb to talk hey nix that's what i meant when i said he's your, too dumb your to talk. donkey's names are too dumb to talk and thermopolis but i'm sure you can change them i guess insight check because i think you're dumb <laughs> um dirty 20 uh xander yeah with a with a, I'll let you sort of answer that. Like, Nick's rolled well to see if you were fucking with oh, her. No, or not. I'm being completely serious. All right. Well, we'll keep Thermopolis, I guess. Um, too dumb to talk doesn't uh, seem like a good name. You name them whatever they want. They're yours. And then I'll look at the donkey again and I'll tell him that the little one is their owner. Take good care of her. She certainly seems sweet. She's gentle with the reins. All right. I'm going to go look for some food in the forest. I'm going to pull out my bow. Forge. And go start foraging. All right. Is anybody accompanying nope, Xander? I want to go by myself. All right. Okay. Is anyone stalking <laughs> Xander? Um, no. I don't Definitely. need anybody to mess we up my stuff. but... Yeah, it sounds. It almost sounds sort of like Xander waits for you guys to all be preoccupied and then just sort of disappears into the woods. I won't stop you if there's any of you that want to attempt to pursue him, but there will there will be roles. No, I, I have no need to. I know Xander will disappear and just handle things accordingly. I will shadow him, given what I saw on the last leg of our journey. Certainly. <laughs> uh, so, if you are attempting to not be noticed, go ahead and... Uh, Whisper me a stealth roll, and it, uh, Xander. Uh, since I actually said that you were like kind of waiting for everybody to not be looking. Excuse me, sorry, coffee burp. Uh, I will allow you to roll uh, perception. I, I'm not going to give you advantage or let your passive be the lowest, but I, I'll give you an extra plus two on whatever you roll. Fourteen. Okay. And then, uh, Sean, if you don't mind just whispering me a stealth roll. I guess it doesn't really have to be whispered. I'm going to tell you, like, right away what happens. So. Oh, tight. 
Uh, da, da, da. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, Xander, you're all by yourself Good. out here. That's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So, what exactly does Xander do? Does he forage for berries? Does he track game? I am tracking small game right now. I pull my bow out. I okay. get low to the ground and start looking for some tracks for any small animals at, such as rabbits or squirrels or any mythical creatures that's small. All right, so you're specifically looking for signs of small critters. Uh, go ahead and give me uh, your choice, uh, perception or survival. Uh, perception is 15. I'm going to roll about it. You don't seem to find, at least in the first area that you look, uh, any signs of like commonly traveled critter paths. However... You do find one footprint in a patch of mud. And this footprint appears to be booted, uh, humanoid-ish in shape, though slightly off. Uh, and based on the depth of the imprint... You get the idea that this, whatever it was that left this, is probably not quite as big as you. I am going to use primal awareness in that direction. All right. Um, so let's see. A mile is a pretty damn big radius. Uh, but I do not believe that anything aberrant, celestial, dragon, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead, uh, uh, none of those are in the area. Makes sense. I will try to track it then. All right. Interesting. Give me a survival check. 21. All right. So you face, you orient yourself in the direction of the footprint uh, and sort of get low to the ground and begin wandering in that direction, sort of like in a clover field shape, uh, so that you are like circling the same sort of area. Uh, without getting too far from the initial track that you found. Uh, and with a 21, I will say that you do find uh, another two or three of these similar footprints, although they appear to be different in size, either indicating that there's more than one of these things, whatever they are, or they don't have the same size feet. Okay. I will. And I'll even give you with a 21, they seem to be fresh within the last few days and headed south uh, southeast sort of towards the southern edge of the uh, Palma Florist. Yep, that's all I'm going to tell okay. you. I will track it just a little longer and at the same time look for other tracks. Right. Um, give me this time, uh, this will just be a perception check. Also a 21. Okay, Han, what uh, what are you doing as you see Xander sort of doubling back and uh, ap appearing to like follow something? Can I be fairly confident that he's not following like our own tracks? Yes, okay. yes. I'm. Fuck you, I'll just, Han. I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I. Um. Obviously, I'm going to try and stay out of sight of him, but I'm also trying to pay more attention to if there's anything 
tracking us. If you catch my drip. Perfect. That is exactly what I was wondering about. Uh, so go ahead and give me a perception roll with advantage. That's 13. Okay. So, uh, Xander, you notice first, not that you know that there's anyone else to notice around you, but you notice about 100 feet, maybe 120 feet away, there is a, in the direction uh, that the, the footprints are headed, there is a another large oak tree and just as your eyes sort of like hone in on this tree you see just the edge of a figure stepping behind it they look humanoid with a 21 yeah sort of humanoid it's hard to tell through the brush and at that distance i will glance around me just to make sure nothing else is around and i will slowly start making my way Kind of giving it a wide girth to go around the uh, okay. oak tree. So Han, you don't see what Xander sees, but with a 13, you do notice that he abruptly stops and sort of shifts the direction that he's traveling and appears to sort of be at the ready. Xander, as you start to circle, like sort of outward around this tree, there's a long silence that is only broken by the sounds of your soft footsteps on the forest floor. And then there is something that is sort of like halfway between a bark and a yell. And something on the opposite side of the tree sprints back into the forest. It is not currently, like, as you hear this, it is not within your field of vision but you feel like if you were to keep circling around, you might be able to catch a glimpse of it, but it is rapidly okay. moving away. I'm going to uh, hurry up and try to get it in my line of sight. As uh, I'll pause there. Han, what is, what is your reaction? Uh, you hear the, you, you hear the same howl. And actually uh, if I'm going to say like you, given that Xander sort of like stopped and abruptly changed direction, you probably wouldn't have kept moving at that point. Uh if, if you feel differently, feel free to correct me. Um, but I think you would have been in like the original trajectory. You would have been able to see something running away. And it looked humanoid definitely. had It was bipedal, two arms, two legs. Uh, and But it was furry. Like way hairier than a, a person would be. And sort of short. Like somewhere between dwarf and human sized. Hmm... And it's just sprinting away from Xander, yeah? Yes. It. Uh, so you caught a glimpse of it as it like dove over a bush uh, and then began moving low. And you can actually sort of see the uh, like the the brush and the bushes being disturbed as it travels through them, obviously attempting to keep low to the ground and out of sight. But I'll even give you uh, it in the quick glimpse that you got of its like upper body torso. Uh there is almost something canine about it. Um, and roughly how far away from me is it? Sorry. Uh, before it started running, it was, a, I would say, probably between 100 and 130-ish feet. It was pretty good distance away and is rapidly moving away. Though it didn't seem to notice um, you. It was, you yeah, tell I mean, it was given how far Andrew. away it is from me, um, I'm going to hunker down kind of where I am. Wait to see what Xander does. Sure. Xander, what do you do? 
I'm rushing to try to get it in my line of sight. Do I see it? You see sort of the same thing I described to Han. Uh, there's something, you catch a glimpse of the, the almost canine-ish feature, uh, and then it disappears and appears to be, like, it disappears downward into the, br- the thicker brush and appears to be moving away from you, like, directly away from you, uh, not at then any I'm kind of I'm going to track it through the forest. Should be easier if it's rushing away from me. Oh, definitely, yeah. Now, you, without a doubt, you can see where it is heading, and it is running away. Um, do you follow at full speed, or are you uh, trailing? How are you? How are you giving chase here? So I'm going to go full speed. Uh, so you, uh, to me, full speed means you are moving and dashing, basically, like if this were combat mechanics. So you, you're basically moving like ten Correct. feet per second, yeah. roughly. Okay, Han, do you follow, or what do you do? I should say. I don't want to lead you. Here is my mind space right now okay i assume i see some sort of creature rushing off back to its family who are then gonna kill xander so what i'm gonna do i am going to rip a bit of like uh cloth from my shirt wrap it around a tree branch and i'm gonna try and make my way back to the group leaving little trails of shit so i can find my way back and then hopefully we can find a nice. way to Xander from there. Okay. Um, and let's see. I know your movement speed is probably higher uh, than Xander's. It's a yeah. 40 feet a turn. Yeah, I'm 30. Okay. Yeah, so you you definitely uh, can make and then possibly even make up ground that is lost. Um, so I'm going to say it probably only takes you like a, maybe two, three minutes at most uh, to get back. You guys haven't wandered too far from your camp or the edge of the forest. Uh, and uh, Xander, I will get back to you in just a moment. Han, you reach the rest of the group. Cool, yeah. So I sort of like sort slink of like out of the forest, walk up to uh, Black Arm and Nick, so I assume in there together. And uh, I was going to go, I think we got a bit of a, a bit of a problem. Xander's gone running off after some dog creature into the forest. Now, when you say dog creature, do you mean dinner? Because I don't uh, like the idea of eating dog. No, it was. I mean, it was walking on, walking on two feet. You know, humanoid. It yelped. Oh. It ran off. I'm assuming it's more than one of them out there, and I'm assuming Xander's running straight into what is probably their dinner. Yeah. All right. Let's go get him. And I'm going to use stress vegetation to put out the fire for the campfire that we would have had going. And also the uh, antitoxin that I was brewing as all this was going down. <laughs> and I had a beautiful like bed of coals going so we could have cooked anything on it. And I'm a little devastated. <laughs> all right. And let's go chase. You have no faith right. in me. No faith. Oh no, I have faith in you in that you can get into some shit, but uh, whether you can get out of such <laughs> shit is another story. The last time we had faith in you, someone downed you with literally the slightest amount of effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did just yeah. think I about mean, it, didn't they? Oh shit. Like, to That's be magical fair, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys, uh, you rally 
And as you are about to dash off to save your, well, I, I don't know if you know if you're saving him or not, but you're worried. Uh, as you dash off after Xander, we will go ahead and call an end to part one of this uh, this this week's session, and we will pick back up with part two next time.